Hey, what's going on? This is Louis Angel with AE Mind, and I have with us today Miss Katie from London, England. How's it going, Katie? How are you doing out there? Good, thanks. How are you? Doing amazing. I'm just here, excited, ready to do this with you. Having having you on here just uh, just made my day today. So thank you so much for yeah. for getting on the call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, uh, Katie, she is, if you guys didn't know, I don't know why you wouldn't, <laughs> but she is a top memory athlete. She is currently position number three in the UK, so she's a top three memory athlete in the UK. She has a world record in names and faces. You did uh, 97 names in five minutes, is that correct? Yeah. That's right. That's that's, <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, Yenja <laughs> has a 15-minute world record, and you have the five-minute world mm -hmm. record so that's amazing you've done so many great things um you know in each one of these different events and in 2012 you took home the title um for memory champion in the uk memory uh, memory competition so that's you know incredible congratulations uh for that Thank achievement you. katie <laughs> uh so there's a quick uh, you know rundown i'll, I'll post mo more stats about her down below but um you know that's, she's done pretty much she's she's a She's a badass when it comes to the memory world, right? She knows how to do amazing things, and she knows how to memorize things very quickly. So, uh, and we'll get more into her strategies, how she memorizes names, and all the other, you know, how, how she does all the other events, um, you know, after we kind of go down her story, and, and how she got into this field of memory training and memory competitions, and, and uh, how it actually, you know, how it helps her out in her day-to-day -day life as well. So, uh, Katie, uh, again, thank you for having us here today um so uh, real quick uh, you know we um you were at the extreme memory tournament in san diego last year and yep. you are qualified also right for for this year's memory competition extreme memory uh, championship is that correct yeah that's right yeah um <laughs> quite glad i don't have to qualifying it's very <laughs> <laughs> i remember sitting there last year you know handshaking trying to qualify but yeah it's just nice to sit back and see who else is going to take part. It's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and listen, you, you did incredible. You went to the quarterfinals last year, which was amazing. Um, out of all the competitors there, you made it to the quarterfinals. So that essentially meant that you don't have to qualify this year. Yeah. Uh, so it's awesome. And, but ladies and gentlemen, she doesn't have to qualify yet. She still did a qualifying event. So how these extreme memory championships uh, tournaments work is, you know, the top eight from the previous year, they go and automatically qualify for the next year's competition. And then you have a rundown with, you know, other people that just want to, you know, go ahead and, and compete at this competition. Um, we just submit qualifying scores, right? So Katie, she submitted a score. She didn't have to, but she did it for names and faces. And she got 29 names in just slightly under a minute. It was like 0.02 under a minute, which is incredible. So 29 names, that's that's pretty remarkable. So, you know, uh, talk to me about that. Like, you know, you didn't have to do it, but you did it. And 29 names, like, how was that for you? Like, how'd you, how'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have to do it, but uh, I wanted to join in. And also last year, I didn't win the, uh, the names qualification. So I thought, mm -hmm. you know, I have a go at winning this year. Um, but yeah, even though I didn't have to qualify, I was still nervous, um, you know, just sitting at home. So yeah, the first four attempts didn't go so well. So yeah, the, the final one, it, it all came together and yeah, just, just under a minute. <laughs> just under somehow. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you done the full 30 under a minute before? 
yes yeah I have, yeah you have in uh, practice yeah it happens in it happens in training but um yeah I think I was I was maybe nervous I was trying a new strategy so it, it didn't really work out but um okay. yeah I still got the top score so I'm, I'm happy all right we'll talk we'll talk about those strategies if you were willing to you know share them with us in a, in a moment uh <laughs> I know that you know some people like to keep their secrets their secrets <laughs> but uh <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll see if you can get you know we get you to share a few of those uh so now uh how do you compare training versus actual competition? Um, yeah, I would say I, I'm definitely more more nervous in a competition, but also mm -hmm. the, the adrenaline on the day can, can make you perform better and focus more, I suppose. Um, right. But, you know, I haven't actually been to that many competitions, actually, maybe mm -hmm. five or six altogether. So, you know, for me, it's still a relatively new thing when I go to a competition. But, yeah, I'm excited mm -hmm. about this year's XMT definitely awesome okay and uh so let's talk about let's go to the you know few years back H how mm -hmm. did Katie get into this world of memory how did you discover this I can really I can vividly remember it because it was um I was 10 or 11 um so yeah a long time ago um a Wednesday afternoon I know this wow. because um, we <laughs> we have this uh, amazing teacher at school. It's like a, a supply teacher. So she only came in on Wednesday afternoons and she taught okay. us really, really interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, one one Wednesday she came in and said she was going to tell a story. Uh, mm -hmm. started with um, a curie smashing into a thousand pieces. And then the uh, the goddess Venus came and swept it all up and um, like gathered it and threw it into the garden. Oh. And... You know, it went down into the earth and then she saw something in the earth and it was a Mars bar. So this story went on and it was about the planets, basically. And then at the end, she said, um, so so now you can recall the order of the planets in the solar system anytime you want, just by going through this story. And so right. I, you know, I was my mind was blown. You know, I was, this is amazing because I actually had quite a good memory. But mm -hmm. before that, I, you know, I would memorize things by just reading them over and over again. But this was like such a new way of doing it and it, it was more fun and you can you can memorize as many different stories as you want so you know limitless um right. possibilities um the weird thing was a few years later when i went to university um i was in i was in a bookshop right. and i i found this book on memory um and i when i opened it i saw the the same planet story hmm. so uh, yeah this is where mrs smith got her story and it was one of tony <laughs> okay so, so I bought the book and mm -hmm. um, you know got it home and I learned the major system and you know right the last few pages there was stuff about the the world memory championship so that that was the moment when I discovered there was a competition for right. memory so I was I straight away I knew this was something I wanted to do okay now um, when was your first competition um 2008 2008 uh, okay. yeah Cambridge memory championships okay and uh, so, so you got into the memory competition scene, and uh, you actually did pretty well even during the, the first few competitions. Is that correct? Yeah, um, the, the first competition um, it was Ben Primmel's competition in Cambridge, yeah. and yeah, it was great. I, I met some really nice people. Um, you know, everyone was so friendly because I, I, you know, I thought, oh, I can't go to competition. I'm not good enough. But everyone was so nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got I got a world record in in names and faces, um, oh, which was a, a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, so it was good a good first competition. 
Alright, so, alright, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about competition in a moment, but I want to get back to, you know, you growing up, and so you got into this at 10, 11 years old, while learning the techniques through Ms. Smith, but, uh, so yeah. did you know, did she go deeper into um, how to apply this to other areas, or was it just memorizing the planets and that's it, and she walked away? Yeah, that was that was basically it. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I used that information to, to memorize stuff at school, I mean, mm -hmm. Like I said, my memory was quite good. So at school, I, I was able to memorize, you know, exam stuff fairly easily. So yeah. it was just like an idea in the back of my mind. Like I never forgot this story. And, um, you know, so a few years later, I, I started to look for you know, books and things about memory. Right. Um, it, it was kind of later that I really got into it. Okay. And uh, so how... How do you think that like the learning the memory techniques have helped you out in in life? Like once you actually started to get into it, you read the books, you got Tony's books, and maybe you went through other programs. Um, you know, I, I, how do you think that that has actually helped you out in your day to day life? To be honest, I use it in day to day life, and <laughs> <laughs> I know that a lot of people do, but I, it's just. Uh, something that I only use for competitions. I know there's yeah so many possibilities, but right. yeah, I'm, I'm quite um, disorganized in my everyday life, really. <laughs> no, but, but we we all are, like people always, I'm sure you get this too, like, oh, you're the memory person. You must be able to memorize every single thing that you see and do and all these different things, right? But that can be further <laughs> from the case for many of us. I know it is for me. Um, I still forget things and I still, you know, I, uh, you know, people ask me what was, you know, we were just listening to this, boom, what were they saying? I'm like, I wasn't necessarily trying to memorize what they were saying, so I don't know word by word, right? Do you get those kind of, you know, reactions oh, from people? Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, um, yeah. yeah. My, my husband, mainly. <laughs> I forget, <laughs> like, I forget to go to appointments. I forget when my son's meant to take his homework back to school, things like that. Right. So, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, and you're the world record holder. You're not supposed to forget anything, right? But hey, it happens. Names is <laughs> So um, that's one area that I know that you use, and this has helped you out in you know your day-to-day. -day is when you meet people, I'm sure that you're able to at least retain their, their names, right? Retain the, that information. Um, do you actively uh when you want to so uh, do you actively use the you know memorization technique uh they use in competition to remember people's names in person um i i don't really use um a technique as such in competition so mm -hmm. yeah um mm -hmm. to be honest in in day-to-day -day life yeah i forget people's names because maybe I, yeah i wasn't listening when they told me or <laughs> right and, and yeah, not something, but yeah. yeah I, mean, <laughs> I remember, pe you know, like people I met years ago. I still remember their names, so I suppose I do. Um, yeah, I retain this sort of stuff, but okay. yeah. So maybe when you want to, and when you review it, and you're like, okay, I want to remember this person's information, then you, you know, might make a little bit of a, uh, more of an effort. Uh, so you have two yeah. kids, right? Two babies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you have a boy and a girl. Yeah. So are they in school right now? That's right. Um, yeah, my, my boy's um, six years old, but my little girl's three, so she's um, she's not at school yet. But yeah, um, you know they're quite interested in the memory world. To be honest, yeah. they, you know, they talk about yeah Ben Pridmore and Simon Reinhardt, that they're, they're like superstars to them. You know, they, <laughs> they follow um, the XMT qualifying. They're very excited about it. Right. 
So uh, now, are they, um, are, have you taught them the, you know, memorization techniques? Are they actually using it themselves? Um, a couple of years ago, I taught my little boy to um, put objects in locations. So he'd use uh, our house as a, as a memory palace. So, you know, he, he would think of an object and put it in the, the driveway and then he'd think of another object and put it in the next room. And then, um, you know, when he ran out of rooms, he'd, he'd use another house that he knew. Yeah. So he could do about 20 objects. Um, so, yeah, he got quite into it. Okay. Um, but now he just likes doing XMT names and XMT images. <laughs> <laughs> you have him log into your account and he's just there. <laughs> Maybe he's the one that got the 29 <laughs> names in, in you know, under a minute. Yeah, just like, uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, my, my nieces, they, they love my niece. She just turned eight and one of them is three right now, I believe. Uh, yeah, she's, so one of them is eight, one is three. And, you know, the, the eight-year-old, I, ta I taught her how to memorize the planets actually using the you know, method of, of journey system and I, I pretty much associated all the planets to her body so whenever she wants to remember one she just points to it right um and she's like oh yeah i picture boom jupiter is jumping jupiter over here on my hip my jumping jupiter right so she pictures it just jumping on her hip uh so uh, you know i i know that this works for students i work with students and you taught it to to the young people uh, to your kids young people, to your kids so um do you think that is beneficial for kids to learn these at a young age? Should they wait to their old until they're older? You know, what are your recommendations in, in that regard? I think it's definitely beneficial. I think there's a lot of um, you know, negative view of memory um, in because I think uh, we don't want the kids to be just robots that learn facts, but I, I don't think it's about that. I think um, you know, to be able to to think um, more creatively, you need to have knowledge to start with. So, I think, um, it, yeah, it's definitely. I know that you learn this at a young age, so I definitely feel that it, it's going to help out uh, kids if they learn it at a young age. Like you learned it at ten, you know, eleven years old, and you, um, even though you didn't pick up a deck of cards and start memorizing that, you know, right away, right. Um, I'm sure that the technique, that this whole learning through story form, um, that helped out your creativity and that helped out or at least planted a seed for you to uh, learn a slightly different way in school. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm sure that it, you know if kids learn it right now, it's going to help them out tremendously in school, whether they actively use the techniques or just kind of unconsciously they, they use it in their own way, yeah. right? Um, so... Um, now, uh, have you uh, have you done any sort of like teaching this to others uh, aside from from teaching it to your kids? Um, I did one a TV show where I, I um, sort of coached kids um, with with memory techniques. So that was fun because it was it was the first time I'd done anything like that. Um, one of them didn't didn't actually want to learn memory techniques and wanted to learn everything by rote. So that was that was really interesting because she was actually really good. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good to teach the others and. Yeah, they picked it up so easily, and yeah, it was it was really fun. Awesome! So that that show was in the That's UK, right, yeah. in London. Yeah. Awesome! So how did that whole experience, uh, you know, work out for you? How did they even find you uh, to be on that show and to be a coach for these? I kids? think they yeah they went through the uh, you know Phil Chambers and the the UK memory people. They they got James Patterson and um, Jayco Gorman. So yeah, the three of us did some coaching, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. My um, my contestants didn't didn't win. I think it was one of uh, James Patterson's students that won. But yeah, it was it was so much fun to do. 
Yeah, but over, yeah, overall to do these types of shows, it's pretty incredible. And to see like, I don't know, I, I find it that when I've taken some kids that I've taught my students to like, you know, memory competitions and I find it that it's awesome when you go out and compete and you do pretty well for yourself. But when you see others, even just like competing, like this doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to win or whatnot, but just them competing. I don't know, for me, it feels more, more of a gratification, right? To, to see somebody else do well, somebody that you worked with. Did you feel a sense of that when you saw your, your kids, well, not, you know, these students competing? Uh, in this yeah, show? definitely. I mean, I actually always wanted to teach um, memory skills to somebody else, you know, because I spent all these years learning them, but I'd never really had chance to like explain the concepts to somebody else. And it was really great that they, you know, they picked this stuff up and they just tried it out. And you could see them getting so excited because they were they were memorizing cards faster than they could the week before. And you know, it was really really good. Okay. So yeah, I was happy when when they took part, and I thought, well, I I helped them a little bit. You know, it was nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to teach others uh, in the future? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you want to pick up? Yeah, yeah possibly. Um, you know, I've got no plans at the moment to do that, but yeah, it would it would be really nice to to do that because, yeah, memory has has been such a big part of my life, so I want to you know, pass that on to other people. Right. So everyone watching, listening, if you are out there in the UK, you want to reach out to her. You know, you can find her. I'm sure everywhere online, Facebook. But, uh, you know, somehow get a hold of Katie, and she is an amazing person. She knows how to do this, so and she's willing to help you out as well. Um, so uh, definitely get in, get in touch with her so she can give you some amazing coaching in that regard. Uh, so now, uh, what do you currently do, uh, Katie? Uh, um, I'm a translator. Uh, where do you work I'm a, at? Right yeah, now? I'm a translator. I work from home. Um, I do French, German, and Dutch translation into English. So, yeah, it's, it's a really nice... Um, you know, being freelance because I've got my kids, it's a really sort of flexible job. Um, you know, and that's one area you could use memory techniques is learning languages. Um, I wouldn't say I, I really use it, but yeah, it, it's sort of <laughs> to foreign languages. So, um, do you uh, do you plan on learning any new languages? And now that you have, you know, the memory techniques at your disposal, would you? use them and how would you even use them to learn a new language uh, yeah well you can't see this but right next to me there's a bookcase um full of language books um yeah i'm <laughs> kind of obsessed with languages so yeah i i mean i've always wanted to learn more and more languages and yeah you know, i never get fluent in anything but i just i just love picking up a book and learning a few words of portuguese or romanian or greek or whatever it is but yeah i mean there's so many websites out there like uh, memorize um there's a Duolingo software, you know, it's, it's great. And, you know, memory techniques can be a big part of that. So for, um, you know, mnemonics to learn, learn different words in the foreign language. So, yeah. So um, if you don't mind, like, what would be an example of, say, a word, right? Um, uh, say, let's say germ, you know, Give me a, uh, let me give you an English word and then see if you can give me the, you know, the German version of that. And then, you know, how would you teach somebody to be able to memorize or link those two together? So, I don't know, like uh, <laughs> a banana, right? So, banana, what is a, the German translation for a banana? And then how would you actually associate that using the memory techniques? Um, okay, I, I think the German for banana is fairly similar. Um, so, I'll, I'll give you an example because, you know, I don't translate into okay. another language, so I'm kind of confusing myself here. But um, 
like say you were learning the French yeah. word for apple, um, which is pom. Okay. So you might think of a pom pom, mm -hmm. like an apple. Um, you know, underneath the pom pom, there's a big there's a big apple or something. Um, a little uh, thing, an association like that. Um, right. That's that's golden, right? That that's it. That's it. It, it. We keep it simple, and that's how you do it. Um, so, and, and that's true. Like I, for Spanish, right? For Spanish, um, uh, comer. So to eat, comer, right? Comer. I picture a comb. So I don't have any hair, but back in the day, I used to comb my hair. Uh, so I picture a comb, and maybe I'm eating some cereal with uh, with the comb, right? Yeah. Uh, so you know that's how you link it right now. Pom pom pom. You have an app one there, and that's a translation be like in, in French. So, so so like instead of um, the apple being uh, inside the pom pom, you you could be waving apples instead of pom poms. So yeah yeah, different different ways of of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> different things, yeah. And, and listen, and it's all um, just visualizing and creating weird, crazy stories that. Uh, might not happen. You will probably not have huge apples waving them in the air, right, in real life. <laughs> However, you know, when you create these stories, they will help you to remember that because it's so outrageous and so different that your brain's like, okay, this is different. Let me go ahead and actually remember this, right? Because it visually sees that, you know, those linkages. Um, so that's awesome. That's a great way to learn languages and you can apply this to pretty much any language, right? You can, uh, if you want to learn a word and associate it with your current language, then just create a story out of it, right? Is that pretty much the rundown of how, how this works with languages? Yeah, and you can even place them in locations. You can think of, um, like a city in the place, in the, the country of the language that you want to learn. So if I'm learning French, you know, I think mm -hmm. of, um, one set of words at the Eiffel Tower and another set of words somewhere else in Paris. You know, there's so many different ways you can do it. But um, yeah, just use use journeys, use use associations like the pom and the, the apple. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So there we go with the languages. Now, um, your favorite, <laughs> we already know, uh, your favorite event is uh -huh. names and faces in these memory competitions, right? <laughs> so, um, I know Yenja, she has this whole, she does use like visual representations for names for the most part. And then she also has this thing where she's like, oh, I feel that this person is a Sam or I feel that he is a Peter or she is a Jane. And she told me that you have pretty much something very similar to in that regard. So what are your, your secrets when it comes to being able to memorize names very quickly and being able to retain those names? Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar to what Yanja does. Um, it's like different, different names maybe have a different, <clears throat> different feel or different texture or color. So like the name uh, Penelope reminds me of a banana, but I, I don't know why it just does. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> yeah, and like my name, Katie, is, is red in my mind. And yeah, different names just kind of feel and look different um, in my mind. You know, it's not like a, a tangible picture that I see straight away. It's, it's sometimes a vague impression, but I think it definitely helps because you know, I'm never going to mix up a Penny and a Penelope because, you know, one is yellow and one is red. You know, it's just different. So it's, it's sim similar right. to what Yanja does. But also I think because because I'm, um, I've learned little bits of lots of languages, I'm quite familiar with names from all over the world. So when I see all these different um, international names in competitions, it, 
you know, I, I sort of know, oh, that guy's Portuguese, that that name is from any of that, you know, each, each person I sort of remember where they came from. And that, that helps me to the, right. the name when I recall, I think, oh yeah, that was the Belgian guy. So his name was this and it's, it's a good one for me to remember okay. them. Uh, so now you do uh, the international versions are you know different than the national names, right? Um, like the XMT. Do you find that the XMT ones because they're I don't want to say easier, but they just don't have like you know say all these different international names, Chinese names, and um, you know these Asian-based names and and uh, you know names from around the world. It's pretty much you know your Johns, your your Lewis, your uh, Alex, you know, Katie's. So, uh, do you find those a lot easier than, say, at a international um, memory competition? Actually, no, because it. I find it harder because they're all, hmm. you know, I think. Well, they sound English or American. You know, they all they all sound like Dave, Mike. It's not um, something I can really connect to, and they don't have surnames. So, I, you know, when you see a name and a surname together, you, you can get like a picture of that person, uh, like where they're from, and what, what sort of person they might might be like what their personality is but when you just see single name it's actually quite quite tough to do interesting okay so yeah you definitely do use the entire you know data there at your disposal to create these different associations these different linkages right for some of us especially us out here in the u.s we find that these names are like perfect for us we just like the single you know singular uh, uh names um and they don't have you know these other weird spellings for those names, so that we find that it's easier for for us to remember those. Um, but yeah, you're saying the pretty much the opposite that it's harder for you because you 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 use that extra data to help you yeah. memorize. Like there's them. a little backstory about um, the person, which you know it's something to connect to. Okay, that's that's awesome. So um, same thing, you know, Yanja, she does pretty much something very similar to, to you then um, as far as using her other languages to help her remember names. So I'm getting this, uh, <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting like a little correlation there. So learning or learning more, yeah, learning more languages or having more of these languages at your disposal helps you out. And actually, I am a product of that as well, as far as like, you know, I don't have world records like you guys in, in this field. However, um, I use my second language, which is Spanish. That's my na native language, really, uh, Spanish, uh, to help me remember some of these names. So if I see like a dulce, which is candy, boom, I'll be able to picture candy for yeah. for her, right? Um, so I, I I use this as I use that as well. So if I see like a name that's in Spanish, I'll use my associations. I have a lot of family members. A lot of family members, <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> that are, because I'm Mexican, that, you know, are Hispanic. So I know a lot of Spanish names and I have already predetermined associations for these Spanish names so I can easily just link them. So um, I know how that, that might work. So for, for everyone listening, essentially you use what you already, association that you already have for these names or maybe feelings that you have for, for these names and you associate that with the person, right? Like. Um, I don't know if you get this. Do you find it that family members, when you meet people that have the same names as maybe a family member, um, that it's easier for you to remember that name later on? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the more people you know with that name, you sort of build a picture of, you know, what is a, a Peter like or what is a George like. You, know, you get uh, like an amalgamation of all these different people um, that associates with the name, if you see what I mean. So 
it, it definitely helps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it, I, you know, again, I use that myself. So, yeah, build up the library, people. So if you want to, you know, get good at memorizing names, you know, you, uh, you probably won't break a world record <laughs> like Katie. Or maybe you might, you know, you never know. You apply what she's teaching you and, you know, uh, you get to practice and, and you, uh, you know, you might be able to break it or get closer. Um, but she's always, you know, training and, and getting better. So I don't know, man, it's going to be a hard, hard to catch up to her. Um, but, but yeah, just build up that library, build up that internal library of associations and that's going to help you remember names and pretty much anything else. So um, aside from names, uh, what's your, your next favorite uh, event in competition? Uh, words is probably my, my next favorite. It's definitely my next favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely. So yeah, um, for, for that one, I, I use four, um, four words per location, make a little story. Yeah. Really? What? That's incredible. I mean, most people do two, maybe three. You use four. Um, can you give me a quick example of, of how you might remember, say, you know, a chunk of four words in one Yeah, um, give me four words. Okay. Um, Let's say, we'll keep it simple, uh, and maybe one hard, <laughs> one challenging. So we'll say pencil, first word. Okay. Pencil, um, ocean, lamp, just because I lamp here. <laughs> and we'll say uh, benevolent. benevolent. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so a pencil <laughs> bobbing up and down in the ocean, um, and then there's... It's probably called spark or some lane because it's in the water. Um, and then benevolent, mm -hmm. um, well, because it's got Ben at the beginning, I'd probably bring a person in. So imagine somebody called Ben, and because benevolent means like kind, I would, I would think mm -hmm. of Ben doing something really kind and giving the, the lamp back to whoever it belongs to. So, yeah, I always try to um, <laughs> bring a person in because it can be very, very abstract. So I, I like to always have one person in each location. And if there isn't um, an obvious person, mm. sort of dictated by the words, then I would just use anybody <laughs> and have them do do the actions um, <laughs> that relate to the, the the nouns or the verbs. Okay, so is Ben like? I, it ben could be. <laughs> I know lots of Ben. <laughs> Too many Ben. <laughs> Okay, a lot of bands. Um, so that's, I, I saw, I saw Ben, ben you know, our 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 Ben, <laughs> you know, the world memory champion Ben. He's ours. Uh, so I saw our Ben or yours, I guess, because he's in the UK. But uh, I saw our Ben, uh, and he was doing all those actions right with the lamp and the water and the pencil. So uh, that's awesome. I, I could definitely see that in my mind. So uh, there you go. Just create associations for words. That's Katie's Second favorite event is words. Um, so it's all just visualizing, creating these stories and being very uh, creative yeah. with them, right? Um, so, great. Uh, now, what are your next goals for competitions? You got you have the XMT coming around this year. You're already qualified for that. So I'm excited to see you here again in San Diego. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, maybe one of these years you'll come out to a world memory competition. So uh, what are your, you know, what are your goals for, for competition? Um, yeah, well, I'm very excited about the XMT. Um, you know, last year I, I didn't expect to be in the quarterfinals. Um, I was in a really, really tough group, but yeah, somehow it, it worked out really well. Um, so yeah, I hope to do something similar this year if, if I can, but you know, everybody else has improved. I've, I've improved a little bit, but yeah, it'll, it'll just be fun to be there 
and um, hopefully um, a competition in the UK. Um, um, yeah, one day maybe a World Memory Championship. That would be that would be great to, to take. <laughs> so, all right, uh, all right. So we got you know the XMT, we have the UK, and hopefully maybe a World Memory Competition soon. Want to see you out there uh, break some world records, <laughs> um, some more. Um, so now, uh, kind of, that's awesome. You know, moving aside now from the memory world, let's just, uh, throw out a few okay. random just questions, uh, at the top. Um, so what are, what does Katie like to do aside from training and aside from, you know, working and translating and, uh, doing all those um, kind of things? What does Katie like yeah, to I, do? I don't really fun? get much free time because I have two young children. I mean, I, I love sports. I mean, playing <laughs> sport, watching sport, anything like that. Um, music. yeah, probably be my favorite things other than memory, which is a big, a big hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, football. Uh, sport. What's your favorite oh, soccer sport? Soccer to you? Yeah. <laughs> football. Our soccer. <laughs> our football. We're about to have our national football, American football competition. Right? It's, you know, the Super Bowl. They call it out here. I'm pretty. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but uh, yeah, it's coming up actually this, yeah, at the end of this week. Um, so, but yeah, we call ours, you know, that's our football, but yeah, soccer, <laughs> football, the real football. Uh, cool. Uh, did you play, did yeah, you play I mean, sports I, I was never up, very you sports, good, but, you know? Um, you know, when I was at university, I did um, football, rowing, um, play pool, you know, like um, all sorts of things. I, I just, I just love watching it as well. And, um, you know, it's, just something I've always been into. My parents were really into, you know, cricket and, and football. So it was just something I've always liked. <laughs> awesome. All right. So sports, that's, that's Katie's thing, sports. Uh, so, all right. What's uh, your favorite book that, you, you know, maybe you read uh, a few years back or maybe you're reading right now? Uh, what's, um, uh, what's, you know, what's Katie's the weird thing is I don't actually book? read a lot of fiction um, at all. So, at the moment, I'm reading um, a book called uh, The Chimp Paradox, which is about uh, mind management. It's like how to, you know, not let your emotions rule your mind. It's, it's very, you know, related to sport science, like, you know, when you're taking part in a competition, not to let your, your chimp brain kind of take over and, you know, how not panic. So hopefully this will help me at the, uh, the XMP yeah. to stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> Say calm, cool, relax. There's a lot of pressure there, so um, I'm sure it will. There was a sorry, going back to memory. There was a few distraction or secret events yeah. that they mystery events that they did at the XMT. Um, so you know, what was your reaction when they when you saw that? Like they were playing loud music when you remember, you know, when they were memorizing cards. So you know, what was your reaction to um, uh, when they when they those events? Did strong cards event than in the, the uh, normal cards event because because that at home really? used to memorizing with a lot going on in the background like the tv or you know music or the kids running around so it was really it didn't distract me at all okay, okay. You, you brought up a good point so uh i have friends you know ron white is a two-time usa memory champion and he's uh mm -hmm. uh he's a, he was in the military right and he for his first like run at the actual championship, like when he was getting serious, he competed under pressure. He like, and then he like trained him under pressure. He made, uh, under a swimming pool, and he was memorizing. Uh, 
Um, do you feel that that actually, you know, that helps you out being around um, maybe not the most relaxed environment, but having things going on left and right? Do you think that that actually does help you out in competition? I think so, because then you even in a competition. So it's best to be prepared for that and just memorize wherever, whenever, you know, regardless of the noise. Um, Awesome. So for those watching, uh, that's a great memory tip because a lot of people think, okay, let me just memorize. Like, no, go out. Uh, I've heard people go to like bars and restaurants and they don't order anything. They just sit there and memorize stuff. I think Yen Yenja is uh, someone that does that. But, uh, you know, just go out. Go out and about where there's people and, and memorize. Because yeah. um, that's going to help you out when you're under pressure in a competition. So it's, you know, great, great stuff there. Um, all right. Um, last, last question. You know, what's... Katie's favorite quote, or if you don't have one, you can you know make one up, uh, or maybe some something that you tell your kids or something that you heard, um, you know, when you were younger that just really stuck to you. What's your favorite quote, or maybe quotes? Um, okay, I I can think of two. So uh, the first one is um, Albert Einstein. Um, he said, um, if a, a class sign of a mind, um, what then is an empty Ooh. desk a sign? And I like that quote because my <laughs> desk is always empty. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the other one is something that my my little boy said to me before the XMT. Um, I don't know how he, he came out with this, but he just said, "said you know, mom, it's it's not about who's better; it's about who concentrates okay, the most." Okay, okay, I like that one. It's true too, you know, because you can have I've seen and we've seen in memory competitions. The best in the world, or you know, top ten, right in the entire world, and you get somebody that's maybe ranked lower than they are, and they come and they they beat them. Why? You know that it can be because they weren't concentrating, or they let the pressure get to them, or several different variations. Maybe they train normally in a very uh, relaxed and and uh, controlled environment, and they're not used to having cameras in front of their eyes and uh, having you know, maybe to face each other one on one. So. That's very true. It's the one that's more focused and concentrated. <laughs> All right, that can be better. Uh, so awesome. It's great advice. It's overall, just amazing uh, you know, interview with you, Kate. Thanks, thank you so much for for hopping on here and uh, you know for for being on this um, AE Mind inter Memory Experts interview. And I'm sure that uh, there are going to be many more with you, many more tips. And uh, uh, hopefully, if you're uh, you know, game and you want to hop on one of these, I'm always willing to have you on. So again, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have questions for her, you can post them down below. And next time that I have a chance to, you know, interview her or uh, see her, I'll definitely, you know, bring those questions.